Today on The Family Vacationer, we're back on the Gulf Coast, this time in Alabama, to look at Gulf Shores and Orange Beach. Kay Mahan, Public Relations Manager for Gulf Shores and Orange Beach Tourism, joins us today. Our domestic travel series continues. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, Danny. the go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is episode 24 of The Family Vacationer. We're very excited about today's show on the Alabama coast. Now, if you follow the show at all, you know that we love talking about the Gulf of Mexico any chance that we get. Now, we recognize that some areas of the country are having spikes of the coronavirus. We also know that people are going to be traveling again at some point. So our goal today and moving forward is to give you the best information possible about these different areas of the country so that when you're ready to plan, ready to travel, you can listen and get the information that you need. Okay, well, let's start with a little background information on Gulf Shores. Now, Gulf Shores actually started as a small fishing village back in the 1800s. The intercoastal waterway brought a lot of attention and more settlement in the area. Then Hurricane Frederick comes along in 1979. It brought a lot of damage to the area. But the good part about that was the aftermath. This actually started a building frenzy that continues in both Gulf Shores and neighboring Orange Beach. So what started as a small fishing village has now exploded into a modern tourist destination. The beautiful powdered sugar sand beaches and warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico continually draw hundreds of thousands of visitors per year. So in addition to the beautiful beaches and sunsets, this 32-mile stretch of coastline offers family a bevy of activity, both on the water, in the water, and out. Like everywhere else, some of these activities have been modified or closed at the moment due to COVID-19, but the area still offers much to do. You've got hotels, condos, and beach home rentals that are all available and welcoming guests, along with some incredible restaurants. You've got amusement parks, bicycle trails, historic sites, and shopping that all provide visitors the opportunity for enjoyment out of the water. You've got deep sea fishing, which I love. Dan, you like deep sea fishing? Yes. Ready to go anytime. And pier fishing, those are also available, along with the ability to play some quality golf, both of the mini golf variety and the adult variety. And so today we're lucky to have Kay Mahan on the show with us. Kay has almost 20 years of experience representing destinations, resorts in the southeast and the mid-Atlantic. Kay has served as co-chair of professional development for the 2015 Society of American Travel Writers Convention in Las Vegas, served on the local host committee for the 2013 Society of American Travel Writers Convention in Biloxi, and is the past chair of the PRSA Travel and Tourism Section, serving on the board for eight years. Other work experience comes with handling PR for her native Mississippi coast, working for Hershey Entertainment and Resorts, Nemecolin Woodlands Resort in Farmington, Pennsylvania, and the Jackson, Mississippi Convention and Visitors Bureau. Kay, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. So, Kay, let's get right into it. What makes Gulf Shores and Orange Beach a place that families should consider when they're scheduling their family vacations? Well, I would say the most important part is 32 miles of sugar white sand beaches. Can't go wrong there. No. Nope. If you can force yourself off the beach, we have a lot of outdoor and nature activities, 28 miles of flat paved biking. And you know, they say hiking, I say walking because you can't hike if it's flat. Right. <laughs> but trails, lots of water activities, fishing, boating, kayaking, paddleboarding, dolphin cruises, you name it. 
Awesome. So if a family's looking at making Gulf Shores or Orange Beach home base for their family vacation, can you talk a little bit about some of the differences between the two communities? Yeah. So we are small beach towns. Our total population is about 18,000 people. The biggest difference for our destination compared to some other beach areas are we are 85% vacation rentals. So that's your condos and your beach houses. They sleep anywhere from one person up to 42 in case you have a whole slew of people you want to travel with. (laughs) Probably the bigger difference between the two cities, Gulf Shores has more of your beach houses. Orange Beach has more of your condo buildings. Gulf Shores also has the golf courses. Orange Beach has the charter fishing boats. And that is about pretty much the difference. Okay. So Mm -hmm. as a travel agent, the biggest questions I get from families when they're planning their vacations are, are common ones. Where's there to stay? What's there to do? And for me, what about dining? Where, where should we eat? Can you give us some answers to those questions with, with both Orange Beach and Gulf Shores? Yeah. So on the, the where to stay, the great thing about our area is, you know, I hate to use the cliche, we have something for everyone. <laughs> but we have something for everyone. <laughs> so we've got, you know, your, what I call your limited service hotels, you know, your Hilton Garden Inn, your Hampton Inn and Suites, that kind of stuff. Right. We've got your hotel resorts. So you have the new lodge at Gulf State Park, which is a phenomenal Hilton property, Perdita Beach Resort. So those are going to be your full service hotel resorts with on-site restaurants and that kind of stuff. But again, we're 85% vacation rental, so it's condos and beach houses. And it really depends on you know, what the person is looking for. If they want to be maybe not around so many crowds or as many people, obviously, in the land of COVID these days. Right. We have an, an area called Fort Morgan. That's a We call it the Fort Morgan Peninsula, but it's an area 20 to 30 minutes west of Gulf Shores. And there's a lot of beach houses out there, so it's a little more secluded. It's great for stargazing at night because you don't have a lot of light pollution. Mm. If you want to be closer in, Gulf Shores is a great option, especially down by the beach area with the condos. If you want to be able to walk to restaurants and not have to get in your car and drive. Mm -hmm. And then it depends on the amenities. I mean, some people just want one or two bedroom condo. You know, that has direct access to the beach. Some people want the condo that has the lazy river. Right. Some people want the condo that has the lazy river and the tennis courts and the private hot tub on your balcony. <laughs> you know, so it really you know, depends. The great thing is on our website, which is gulfshores.com, mm-hmm. you can do a search by amenity and find the type of property that fits what you're looking for. Okay. Awesome. And that was just the vacation part. I probably should do the what to do and where to eat. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't, I wasn't going to let you get out without talking about places to eat because that's that's the important stuff when you're going to the beach. So. Yeah. Um, I always tell people, I get that question a lot about, well, you know, where should we eat? And my response is, well, what are you in the mood for? Right. Because we have a lot, obviously, a lot of seafood restaurants because we're right on the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. We have really good barbecue. Probably my favorite barbecue, even though we're supposed to sh- spread the love <laughs> to all of our restaurants. But there's a barbecue joint called Hog Wild that does a smoked chicken that will just make you weep. It's so good. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, a lot of our more popular places, you have Lulu's, which is owned by Jimmy Buffett's sister. Mm -hmm. That's a really fun place for families because she's got a ropes course and arcade and, you know, all these different things for kids to do. 
because every time you're usually on at least a two hour wait oh, to wow. get in. Wow. Their food is their food is great. They have live music and they especially for families, they have probably one of the best allergy menus. Okay. So people that are traveling and they have a, a, a shellfish allergy or they have a nut allergy or a gluten allergy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they have a completely separate menu that highlights if you have a shellfish allergy, here's what you can eat off their menu. So you're not having to do the work to figure out, okay, what's safe and what's not. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. We've got sushi restaurants. We got all of it. So as far as things to do, you, you talked a lot a lot about that, but there was a place at on my last trip called the the Wharf. We didn't have a chance to go there, but that's an indoor facility. It's got a ton of stuff to do, right? Yeah. So the Wharf is a, um, it's kind of like an entertainment district, I guess is what I would, I would call it. There are condos there. Mm-hmm. So you can stay at the Wharf. There's a hotel, Spring Hill Suites at the Wharf, okay. but it's a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars, they have a mini golf thing. The zip line is at the wharf. The amphitheater, when we can do concerts again, mm-hmm. there's a 10,000 seat amphitheater and they do a lot oh, wow. of uh, big name, big name concerts. Kenny Chesney, Chris Stapleton, all those folks played at the wharf last year. So, yeah, it's a great spot. There's ice cream places, there's a Ferris wheel, there's a movie theater. Wow. So, and a lot of shopping. So, okay. guys, hold on to the credit card because the wife mm-hmm. and the daughters will go nuts. <laughs> And I know for the golfer, there's plenty of golf courses in the area as well, correct? Yeah, we have roughly in the immediate area and within about a less than an hour's drive, there's about 14 different golf courses. Okay. So in Gulf Shores, in Gulf Shores and Fort Morgan, immediately there's, I got to do my count, uh, five, six. Then there's another one real close, about 20 minutes north. So, yeah, there's a lot of different options. Okay. And then for those of you who have golf skills like me, we have a lot of mini golf courses yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm much more of the mini <laughs> golfer. I don't want to lose. I have to play with it. When I play regular golf, I have to play with the fluorescent colors just because it's going to go in the woods. So I have to be able to find it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if, if you play Kiva Dunes out on Fort Morgan, be careful because it'll go into the water. Right. As in possibly the Gulf of Mexico. That's uh, yeah. I, when I if there's water around, my ball is going to find it. So that's that's the kind of golfer I am. So I stick to the mini golf. Yes. Just watch out for the alligators. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, things are a little different right now with COVID. So we wanted to ask you where did Gulf Shores and Orange Beach stand in regards to that or are mass required, not required, limited store capacity or what's it looking like? Yeah, well, actually, things just changed yesterday because Governor Ivey for the state of Alabama issued a mandatory mask order. So masks are required indoors. They are not required on the beach as long as you stay six feet away from people not in your group or household. And they are required in like outdoor settings where there's 10 or more people gathered. So let's say, you know, a cookout or something like that. The restaurants are open for dine-in. They have to space tables at least six feet apart. So that's impacted some of the capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are seeing probably some longer waits than normal because of that. But our restaurant folks are very creative and ingenious. And you have places that prior to COVID did not have outdoor dining. And now they do because they put tables out in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Yep. So for the folks that maybe they don't feel comfortable going into a restaurant to eat, we do have outdoor seating options as well. Store capacity is still limited, I believe, to 50%. And you do have to wear a mask indoors for that. 
I was curious about this. Do are they doing like curbside, like some of the franchises are doing? Have you seen that a lot, where you can call in and they'll bring it out to you, or is it mostly just dine in or takeout? They're still doing takeout. I believe they're they're still offering curbside. The key thing to remember, though, is our restaurants are now getting so busy in the late afternoon mm. that takeout and curbside usually get shut shut off about four thirty or five. Okay because they're so busy with the, the dine-in. Yeah, we do have delivery services like Waiter. There's a local company called Gulf to Go okay. that you can order, but you'll be limited probably on because people are just getting so busy. Right. Now in the fall, it'll be different. Sure. Yeah, summer is our peak season. So we're, and, and it's interesting in this whole COVID discussion because, you know, summer's our peak season and pretty much since the beach has opened on April 5th, we are running right at the same level of occupancy as last year, oh, which wow. has been very surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Been mm. very surprising. So, you know, we, we ask people if they're coming in the summer, be patient and be understanding, especially in our restaurants, because, you know, they're operating with less staff because they couldn't do their big spring hiring push. Right. And then new rules and, you know, it's, it's, it's a quandary, but, you know, thankfully people have still decided they want that beach vacation. Mm -hmm. And so our businesses are able to, to stay open and, and survive. That's great. Well, th this is tricky to talk about in the world of COVID because uh, so much has changed, but I know events have played a huge part in the growth of Gulf Shores and Orange Beach. What are, and we can look forward, what are some of the iconic events I know Hangout Fest is a big deal. What are some of the events and festivals that are big in the area? Yeah, our event and festivals usually happen, most of them happen in the spring and the fall. We don't have much that happens in the summer because it's stupid hot and who wants to be out in an event when it's stupid hot? Right. So in the fall, our biggest ones in the fall, unfortunately, our first biggest one just got, it was announced yesterday, it's canceled this year. But in October, we have the annual shrimp festival, mm. which is kind of like Forrest Gump, you know, bull shrimp, fried shrimp, shrimp etouffee, shrimp creole, that kind of stuff. Right. And then the first weekend in November is a really great festival. It's Hangout Oyster Cook-Off. Mm. And so that is the first weekend in November. They do a craft beer night on that Friday, and then it's all oysters on Saturday. It's really fun. It's one of my favorites. November also has the Frank Brown Songwriters Festival at mm. the legendary Floribama. It's uh, 10 days, I believe, 10 or 12 days. I think it's 10 days of songwriter, 200 plus songwriters, a lot of them out of Nashville, a lot of them from all over the country that come and play and tell the stories behind the songs. And they play at restaurants from Gulf Shores over to Pensacola, Florida. Oh, wow. And then in the spring, you'll have, we have Coastal Arts Festival. We have a really interesting one called Coastal Bird Banding, which is run by the Audubon Society. And they capture birds during the migratory period. There's a about a week and a half in April that they capture birds, put these little bitty tiny bands on their legs and log them. And then they track every year, do those birds keep coming through here? Oh, wow. Then you have the oh-so-legendary Floribama mullet toss. <laughs> okay. that's, that's not here, right? You're talking about fish? That Well, you you have people that show up with the hair. Most of it's fake because they put a wig on. But we hope that it's is fake. the... Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, that is the annual competition where people of all ages, they have categories for little wee ones up to the older folks to see who can throw a local fish called a mullet the furthest from Florida into Alabama. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. That yes. makes me want to go. I want to see. Now, I had a mullet, is, but that wasn't a, a fish. So. party. <laughs> now, I know the SEC kicked off the football season there at least one year. They I, I know this year, obviously not, but are they still doing that? No, that was something that happened during the oil spill. They did okay. a big SEC push. But we do have a lot of sports tournaments that come here. Yes. We've got right now we have the USSSA going on, which is the softball and the baseball. We are the location for the NCAA Women's Beach Volleyball National Championship. Oh, wow. Which you would think that would probably be in Hawaii or California, but no, it's right here in Alabama. Because <laughs> we have the best beaches. Yeah. <laughs> so what is some local information that visitors would need to know about Gulf Shores and Orange Beach? Any insider um, tips? We have yeah. insider tips. I always tell people, Stop by. We run two welcome centers. We have a welcome center in Gulf Shores and a welcome center in Orange Beach. And I always encourage people to stop there because our folks that work there really are experts right. to help people find the right activity or the right company offering an activity for what they need. We also try very hard to educate people to follow the beach flag system. Right. We have beach flags at all the entry points and to understand, you know, Yellow means it's calm. Purple means there's jellyfish. Red means rough surf, riptides. Double red means the water's closed. Stay out of it. People don't seem to get that beach flag system, so it's really, really important that they educate themselves on that. Right. We also have a program called Leave Only Footprints, and that is both cities have an ordinance that all personal belongings have to be removed from the beach one hour after sunset every day or they get mm -hmm. confiscated mm -hmm. and thrown away sure um, and that sure. is to yeah. help keep the beaches clean summertime is sea turtle nesting season so we want people to do behaviors that are helpful to sea turtles you know they're not something you put your child on and try to get a selfie while a mama turtle comes to shore because god help us somebody did that one year uh, oh, yeah. So one of the things with the sea turtles, a, a popular thing that people do on the beach at night is they look for ghost crabs. Right. And so they have bright white flashlights out on the beach. And that is not good in the summer because of sea turtle nesting season and it can spook the mama turtle. Oh, wow. So at the welcome centers, we have free little filters that go over your flashlight or your cell phone flashlight mm -hmm. that you can put on your phone put on and still go out on the beach you'll still see the ghost crabs but it's it's better safer for the sea turtles i did not know that okay that's good information okay. there that's random trivia <laughs> yeah that's probably the biggest things and and we found this year especially we have a lot of first-time visitors this summer right and so they're not quite aware of that we had a tropical storm that came through back in i guess it was june you know, and it's double red flags and the surf is high and rough and you've got people with their five-year-olds out in the water. And I'm like, no, no, right. that is not what you do. You never go you know, in the, on double red. <laughs> yes. But, you know, the surf may look fun, but when it is that rough, you need to stay your happy self in your condo or yeah, your beach house. Absolutely. Well, Kay, thanks again for being on the show today. We very much appreciate your time and your information. 
you are most welcome. And uh, we look forward to seeing people coming to Gulf Shores and Orange Beach. They can find everything they need to know at gulfshores.com. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So let's wrap things up. Rob, I know you have been to Gulf Shores. So what was your overall opinion of the vacation? So like Kay mentioned, the beaches are beautiful. It's got that that mm-hmm. sugar sand. It's a little difficult to walk on, which, you know, some people, I was talking with somebody the other day about the differences between like an East Coast beach and the Gulf of Mexico beaches. Yeah. And when it comes to looks, Gulf Coast wins hands down. But if, you know, if walking oh, is absolutely. an issue, <laughs> then those East Coast beaches yeah. have that, that packed down sand. But yeah, Orange Beach and Gulf Coast were both beautiful. We We didn't stay for very long. We were coming through on the way back from Texas, but we spent a night or two there mm-hmm. at the uh, Hilton Garden Inn in Orange Beach. And it was it was a really good hotel uh, right on the beach. It had a really cool indoor-outdoor pool. Yeah, had a little tiki bar hut right there where you could get drinks. Was it a swim-up bar? It was not a swim-up bar. No, no, it was not a swim-up bar. But it was oh. very cool. It was right by the pool. I mean, you know, you climb out of the pool and you're right there at the bar. Yeah. And then, you know, you get right on the beach and the ocean wasn't far away and it was, it was gorgeous. We also ate at Doc Seafood Shack and Oyster Bar in Orange Beach and mm-hmm. it was absolutely delicious. So again, we didn't have a long stay, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it's a beautiful yeah. area and definitely a place that I want to go back to. I got on the internet and I looked up, um, you know, restaurants in these, of these beaches, they have a lot of great restaurants that you can look up with a lot of great ratings yeah so you know it sounds like if you go there you're going to have a great variety to choose from with your family yeah i think it's hard to it's hard to uh, make a bad stop there when it comes to a restaurant mm-hmm. you know they the Alabama, have waffle house uh, well yeah we won't go <laughs> i mean scattered smothered and covered i mean that's good everywhere right i mean yeah can't, can't go wrong. yeah you can't go wrong with that so <laughs> well the alabama gulf coast really is a gorgeous place so if you're ready to make plans to visit the area i'd love to help you plan your vacation just drop me a line at rob at the family live and we can start planning your family vacation today and friends please remember to hit that subscribe button and visit our website www.thefamilyvacationer.live and we'd also love for you to follow us on facebook and instagram and share stories about your family vacations with us well that's it for today's show come back in two weeks we're going to move down the coast and look at the mississippi coast till next time thank you for listening to the family vacationer make sure and subscribe to hear more of rob and danny